love laid bare. Sharing the highs and lows of stories that matter to you. One conversation at a time. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. You are through to another episode of Love Laid Bare. And I am your host, Dion, as always. How are you guys doing? How was your Valentine's weekend? Um, So I did what I said I was going to do, I believe. Yeah, so I did a lot of self-loving on Valentine's Day. I woke up in the morning... um, I did some meditation. I made myself a lovely oily, bubbly bath with candles and my crystals and a glass of champagne. I gave myself a face mask, you know. I gave myself a little pedicure. I went to get, I think, and I, yeah, yeah, I had got a pedicure done. Um, and then before I knew it, I had to pick up my little girl from nursery. And then, you know, the day was a wrap. So my plan was, I think I was saying I was going to take myself to the cinema. But to be honest, <laughs> by the time the evening got here, I was so tired. I was just like, you know what, yeah. You know, drinking champagne first thing in the morning, having a nice relaxing bath, you know, wasn't really going to up my energy levels kind of thing. So, um, but I did do a lot of self-loving. I did mirror work, um, so pretty much I did all the things I said I was going to do other than literally go out somewhere, which I didn't do. Um, the following day I went to my friend's dad's 65th, which was nice, you know, good old Jamaican style knees up, um, good music, good food, you know, good company, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people there, it's about 300 people there, I think. So it's a busy one. I don't, I have no idea what I did on Sunday. Um, didn't do any kazomba this week because I'm planning to go on Sunday to another class so that should be good so yeah I've been very kind of like um mindful about being mindful um I I do feel a little bit um I do feel a little bit all over the place this week particularly I do you know what it is I have got so many like ideas and things that I want to do alongside Love Laid Bear and um it's like it's trying to just really hone in on focusing on one project at a time if that makes sense and but then I feel like I can't because you know I I almost need all these things to run concurrently so as a result I have just realized that actually where you we are coming up to the end of what season is this this is so bad but again like I say I'm shooting from the hip I'm not even gonna edit anything so I'm probably I'm probably gonna say this every single time. Um, oh my god, how can I think? We're in season five. <clears throat> We're in season five. So um, next week will be the kind of official last episode of the season. Now, however, I say that that does not mean I will not be doing any podcasting at all. What that all it just all that means is is that I won't necessarily be having any guests on. So I might jump on randomly just to kind of maybe I don't know do some more affirmation type um podcasts. I, I feel I feel to do a money one 
because I think we all need some money. I need some money. Um, so I think I might do a, a money one, maybe in the next couple of days. Hopefully I can get to you guys by the end of the week. Um, but yeah, so the end of season five will be next week. Um, put your feet up for that one. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be over two hours. Um, but it's such an extraordinary, sto- extra- extraordinary story about... Um, a lady called Halima. Now, me and her sat down a while ago, to be fair. I'm sure it was like, when did we sit down? We're in February now. So I think we sat down either early January. I feel like the Christmas decorations were still up because it was a little bit cramped in there. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so sat down with Halima um, and she shares her story about um, sleeping homeless for a year and, you know, um, how she survived a suicide attempt um and how she basically got herself better after having um a stint in a after being sectioned and she's and but she honestly she's such a she's such a bundle of energy and joy um so her her episode is is actually quite interesting so it's a nice one to kind of end the season on now on the subject of suicide Caroline Flack took her life the other day and honestly I spoke about Kobe Bryant a couple weeks ago yeah and I spoke about how the the death of celebrities can affect you and what have you now for me guys I don't really engage in celebrity stuff I don't even watch tv so for me Caroline Flack is the same Caroline that um, was on X Factor with Ollie Murs and they used to flirt up a storm and I used to be like oh my god can these two just get together already do you know what I mean like so Caroline for me has always had like a really soft place in my heart I loved her as a presenter now I don't watch Love Island I don't watch any of those programs so you know for me I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of just and it just really annoys me like you know when someone passes away it still helps just to be kind. Do you know what I mean? Now, from what I understand of Caroline and her whole situation was that she allegedly um, hit, and I say allegedly because I have not read, like, I, 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 you see my energy, I'm very protective of it. I just don't really need to get involved in all that kind of stuff. The nitty gritty, whatever happened. Okay, so allegedly she hit her boyfriend over the head of a lamp because she thought he was texting someone else. Um, and it was a bloody scene and CPS have decided to go ahead and prosecute her. So she'd have to go to court for, I guess, common assault or, you know, something to that effect, whatever the charge was. And apparently, allegedly, this is what tipped her over the edge and took her to, and led her to take her life. Now, I've, I've seen a lot of very unsympathetic views from people and to be honest I don't know why I expect really anything more from the general population because I feel like a lot of people don't really have a good understanding when it comes to mental health because for somebody to take their own life there is a severe mental health issue there okay um I can only imagine I mean I'm thinking back to when X Factor days when she was dating that guy from One Direction and there was such a huge age gap that everybody went wild and tore her to pieces um 
And I remember thinking, I mean, personally, it's not my bag. <laughs> I, I personally wouldn't date a 17 year old. Um, and if it was my son, I probably wouldn't like it. However, um, Harry, I think it's Harry Styles. I think it was him or was it Louis? Louis, I don't know. Um, but whoever it was, obviously was over the age of consent, I suppose. Um, and you know, it's not unusual for men to have big age gaps either. You know, no one really says much when the likes of, I don't know, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio bags these women who were like 15, 20 years younger than him. No one really bats an eyelid. Um, but Caroline got a lot of, um, flack for that to be, do you know what I mean? Um, but again, that, that's my kind of last, uh, you know, my last kind of engagement with Caroline, to be fair with you. Um, now, I've been seeing a lot of people saying, oh, you know, at the end of the day, you can't blame the media and you can't blame the trolling and you can't blame this and you can't blame that for why she committed suicide. I've even seen some posts, you know, honestly, I'm, you know, I'm in these Facebook groups, right? And I, I, I sometimes use them to advertise the podcast episodes. But some of the things that people come up with, I'm just a bit like, I, you know, and like, and, and, and obviously I'm an adult, obviously, but I see, <laughs> but when I see like people who are like 10, 15, 20 years my senior posting stupid stuff, I'm like, how is there any hope for your children, your grandchildren, if this is the type of nonsense that you're actually going to put online? Like, there was one post that basically, they made the association of Caroline Flack, her domestic violence. So say they had a picture of her in the article. And then the caption was, because this was like a black, um, was it a black parenting group? I can't remember what it was. So they used her picture and then the caption said something like, to the women in the group, do you more associate yourself with your race or your gender? And with that being said, how does that make you feel about the situation with Caroline Flack? Or something, it was, you know, like it was so unrelated and everyone was kind of like, what the hell are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? Why are you even trying to draw a comparison with the two? Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even make sense. I don't even feel like what I said even makes sense. I'm, I'm, I myself am even trying to get made around what the purpose of that comparison was. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I feel like, um, because a lot of people don't understand mental health, because um, also as well, I can't, like, I'm not saying that Caroline shouldn't have been prosecuted for what she did, yeah? Um, because at the end of the day, if you have hit your boyfriend over the head with a lamp like you could have thrown water in his face you could have but even that's still assault isn't it um there's there's many other ways that you could have approached um this situation if you thought he was being unfaithful now I'm gonna hold my hands up I'm gonna hold my hands up I'm not gonna sit here and act like I have never um you know slapped an ex-partner before. I'm not gonna like I have it across the face. I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I haven't done that. Do you know what I mean? Um 
And, you know, I'm also going to say, I think sometimes as women, you know, we, I feel like sometimes, I will say for me, I won't speak for all women, I sometimes, and some women, including myself, because I have been there, without realising it, sometimes you feel like you almost have an entitlement to, and I know it's, and it's wrong, and I completely acknowledge that now, but I think at the time, maybe in my 20s or what have you, um, and it wasn't often, but if I felt justified in the fact that you had really hurt me or really disrespected me or whatever, a slap in the face actually was completely warranted and there was literally nothing you could do about it. That's, I think that's subconsciously how I felt, like you deserve this. But then I think sometimes when the tables are turned and obviously the force of, you know, what a man can do in comparison to a woman will wake you up quite sharply. Um... I think that considering um, what she did, um, I respect the fact that she stood down from her position. Apparently, Love Island have said that, um, and again, I'm saying apparently because this is just hearsay from things I've heard, not anything I've read. Apparently, Love Island said that the door was always open and someone pointed out to me yesterday that if this was a man or if this was um, a woman of colour or something to that effect, the door definitely would not have been left open. So, you know, did she not exercise a, um, some type of privilege? Um, maybe so, but you know what? Right now, who cares? Because the lady took her life. Um, and you have to understand as well, like, look how many celebrities drink, take drugs to the point where they OD and kill, kill themselves. So there is something about being in the limelight, the pressures of fame that has such a negative effect on your mental well-being. We cannot ignore that. Now, imagine all of the artists from like, um, you know, the 70s, 80s, what have you. You know, a lot of like some of the soul, the soul singers, a lot of them died from overdoses. Well, sometimes things a bit suspicious, you know. But anyway... Um, and they didn't have the same pressures that artists and celebrities have today. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, you guys know that I'm very much about, you know, um, protecting energies and stuff like that. Now, if you are a celebrity who has no sense of spirituality, you don't know how to look after yourself. This, I mean, you could be a general everyday person, but imagine being thrust into the media limelight and you are having people at, remember guys, your words have frequency, yeah? This is a scientific fact. Just go onto YouTube and Google it, yeah? Your words have frequency. So imagine if you are someone who doesn't have a strong um, a strong presence or a strong kind of protection around you and you already are in somewhat of a low frequency state, maybe depression or low self-esteem or something like that. And you are getting assaulted daily by people on the internet, people on social media, you know, um, media outlets, the tabloids, all that kind of stuff. That negativity will penetrate you. Nobody is above it. I mean, even Beyonce 
um, has spoken about how she's had to take out time for her mental health. And you think, oh, you know, her, with all the money she has and resources, you know, she could, she ideally should be able to keep her mental well-being in tip-top shape. But nobody is immune. I think she even said that how badly she was affected by the fact that when people were accusing her of faking her pregnancy. Because 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 the, the belly apparently folded and collapsed as she sat down. Now, I remember when that happened and it really cracked me up that people are so flipping stupid, to be quite frank with you. Because I have worn dresses that are similar. And when you sit down, because I think we're so used to... You never, you've never seen Beyonce really in a baggy, really in baggy clothes, especially like not on a TV show and things like that. So... Obviously, I've got a little bit of a belly, so, you know, more time. I'm not really having, like, wearing figure-hugging stuff like that. But just just really try it at home and sit down and see what happens to your dress or top when you sit. It folds. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, the fabric she's wearing isn't going to be cheap. You know what I mean? Let me have more water. So, essentially, what I'm saying, guys, is that, yes, celebrities have you know, a lot going for them and blah, blah, blah. But we have to exercise a little bit of compassion, guys. Come on. It doesn't take, like, I don't even feel like I should have to explain this to anybody. If you don't know, if you don't, like, I've even seen people, like, there was even a, um, uh, another Facebook group was like, you know, do you think Caroline or people who commit suicide are selfish? If you are a regular listener of my podcast and you've been following me for the past couple of years, I think I've had about one, two, three. I've had about three different people so far who have come on to talk about the fact that they have been suicidal and they have described the pain. They've they they've like they've described it as like this pain that they feel like the only way they can get over it is by killing themselves. Now, unless you've experienced that type of pain, please do not comment if you have nothing nice to say because until you've walked in those shoes, you are nobody to be um, calling people selfish or not. Now, I've got a few people in my life who who have said to me over the last six months that they have felt suicidal and I think that's why as well it kind of when I heard about Caroline Flack taking her life it kind of hit me like oh my god like this could literally happen to any of these people that I love and care about at any particular time do you know what I mean you you may even have people in your life who are depressed and fit and feel suicidal but when you see how people react to, you know, someone like Caroline Flack, how do you think that's going to make them feel? Do you understand what I mean? Like, let's just operate a little bit more compassion, guys. And just, like, Google is free. Like, I'm sure you could probably go on YouTube if you really wanted to have an understanding of, you know, how someone, you know, the, 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 the deep black hole that people um, 
can get into when they are severely depressed to the point that they want to take their own lives. I'm sure there are YouTubers, I'm sure there are people that can break it down for you. Like, just, you know, just be kind. Just literally be kind. Um, on the point of um, Valentine's Day, actually, I, after I picked up my daughter from nursery, we went to the supermarket to get... Ah, that's it, to get my um, my mum um, a rose from my um, my daughter. And as I was standing in the queue, I saw this guy with, like, this two big, massive balloons from... I think it was card factory or somewhere right and he was i don't know what else he was getting up and i'm not gonna lie i was like oh i want i want a balloon and i actually felt away for about 10 seconds and then i was like dion <laughs> get get over yourself get over yourself because how many balloons flowers all that stuff have you had over the years and what does it essentially mean really and truly like just seriously get over yourself so I'm just here to say that actually you know I I did have a moment in time I was like oh well look he's buying balloons for his girlfriend and probably gonna get her flowers too just to show that he cares about her so I'm human it did it did happen to me but like I say it lasted for about 10 seconds because I had to like really just check myself do you know what I mean um so what am I going to be doing on my break um I have started a course so I'm going to be studying one day a week um and like I say there's so many things I've got working on in the background that I just need to kind of get up and running so um I hope that the break isn't too long but like I say I won't be like you know I won't be completely absent, like I'll still be very much on social media and um, I'll be dropping a few things here and there just to kind of keep you guys in the loop. I must say though, to be fair, you guys are quite loyal because when I've taken my sometimes six week (laughs) hiatuses, you do still come back. So I really, really do appreciate that. Do you know what? Actually, I forgot. Um, Again, so this is me laying myself bare, guys. Um, I forgot to mention in the last podcast that um, this Valentine's Day, let me stretch, this Valentine's Day would have, oh dear, would have been my, would have been my 20 year anniversary and I was a bit like, and it's funny because I was talking to a friend the other day and he was like, oh, um, how long were you and your together for and I was like oh it would have been 20 years um this week and he was like okay so it's been 16 so you're together 16 years and I was like oh yeah for real and I was to say to myself like rah why am I still subconsciously counting the years does that make sense like why like why am I still why am I why do I still do that it's very very strange it's very very strange and like throughout the day it's like you know although I have no I have no regrets I have no qualms and I have no nothing about ever getting back into that relationship like that again I think there was still an element of like I guess perhaps nostalgia of like what could 
No, it wasn't even as far as what could have been. It was just, I think it was just more of that kind of, oh, look, it would have been 20 years. But I think that's literally as far as it went because when I did try and kind of think about it a bit deeper, like I wasn't really, I wasn't sad for the relationship. It was more the number, really, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know, because does 20 sound good? I mean, I'm born on the 20th of the month. I don't know. Um, I don't know, actually. I mean, I think the the obvious answer would be, oh, you know, Dion, you're still kind of, you know, attached. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not attached to the person at all. Not emotionally attached anyway. Um, but I just think that it could have quite easily been 20. Quite easily it could have been 20. But, you know, that's not really what I wanted for my life. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's interesting, like, when you wake up, um, from a, a somewhat bad situation, you, you kind of, you kind of have to look at yourself and be like, fam, what were you doing? (laughs) Like, what, what, what were you really doing? Now, at the same time, like, um, I think, like, like I said last episode, like, I, I'm not going to run my ex into the ground because he had very good qualities as well kind of thing. But um, I think one day I'm going to, I'm probably going to go into depth. And what I think I would like to do, I would like to have like a recorded therapy session with a therapist where we discuss in depth about how... Um, when you're emotionally attached to someone and it's a bad situation, um, how easy it is to just continuously ride the wave because of habit, because of comfort and because, you know, seemingly they're not bad. The, the, the person isn't bad all the time. They just have some bad tendencies sometimes, you know, um, because I see a lot of people, um, being very judgmental about um particularly women who are in bad situations and look again I'm not gonna lie there's there's I've had people in my life and I've been like I don't know why I I can't understand why you are still in this situation when you are being physically abused this makes no sense to me this man is not doing anything and he's abusing you. This doesn't make sense to me. But I think, again, it's like, where's my book? The Body Keeps Score, where it talks about how trauma rewires your brain. Um, And this is why, like, until you have the knowledge to understand why people do the things they do, it is very easy to be judgmental and be like, oh my God, that would never be me. And you're right, maybe that might not be you in this particular context, but there might be some other shit you're going to put up with somewhere else. Does that make sense? Like, I always say, we all wear our trauma differently. We all operate in our trauma differently. So whilst you, like, for example, I know somebody who would not tolerate cheating at all, any way, shape or form, like for them, that is it, but they would tolerate domestic abuse though, 
Do you know what I mean? Whereas I was the opposite. I was like, not that I tolerated um, cheating, but clearly in some respect I must have done, in a way. Um, ugh, even saying that makes me shudder. <laughs> but but for me, domestic abuse, are you mad? No, 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 no. But even though I've just said to you that I've I've slapped before, so you see the hypocrite. But you know, in all in all things, it's like, it's everything is a journey so there were things that you might have done in your younger years that although you knew it wasn't right you still did anyway and it's all about <clears throat> it's all about learning um you guys will know from several episodes I've done where I'm talking about hitting children I don't slap my daughter at all and I have no intention of slapping her um because I have to learn to control my own frustration and the li- and I don't I don't even have a t- I don't have a temper, but I can see how I could be drawn into such a bit of rage from frustration alone where I might want to, but this is where I can kind of step into myself and be like no 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 we're not we're not going to do that because we don't want to you know produce a child that thinks it's okay to hit also now again that isn't my by me saying this this is no judgment on any parents who are listening who have slapped or hit their children it's you know it's your child it's your choice I, I would just say listen back to the um what was the episode called um god it's that term and I can't remember um spare the rod Spare the rod, raise the child. Oh, sugar. This is so bad. Do you know what? My memory is getting really shocking. I need to take some, um, I need to take some supplements or something. This is so bad. Spare the rod and spoil the child. Okay, but listen, I have about 60 or 70 odd episodes. You can't expect me to know every single name of the episode every single time. Okay, I had to refer to my phone. So leave me alone. Um, so yeah, this week is going to be a very, very quick one. I've got loads and loads and loads of stuff to do. Um, But I promise next week is going to be a nice long one for you to download and to really take in and listen. And, you know, like just to hear this story from an ordinary, um, you know, young lady is going to be good. Um, I think I might do a couple of shout outs, actually. Uh, Let's see what we have here this week. So in the last week, we have, um, yeah, we've got a few of you from the States, actually, Kansas City, stand up, Mountain View. Now, I don't even believe that there's anybody in Mountain View that actually listens to the podcast. I believe, I think Mountain View is, uh, Google's there. Don't know why Google keep listening to my podcast, but whatever. Um, to to the listeners in Perth, hi. Um, Woodford Green in the UK, hi. Nashville in the States, hi. Caterham, Fulham. So this is all like London. Caterham, Fulham, Cambridge in the United States, hey. Uh, Finchley, Mitcham, Palms Green, Streatham, Croydon, um, Barcelona in Spain. How do you say hello? Hola. <laughs> um, Oslo in Norway. Hi. Welcome. Um, Pearly up the road. Lagos. Nigeria. Shell St. John's Wood. 
Pretoria, South Africa. Hi. Um, one's dead, Clifton in the States, St. Catharines in Canada. Wandsworth, Maidstone, Toronto, Richmond, to okay. This is a lot. Auckland, New Zealand, Calgary in Canada. Anyway, if you are residing in any of those towns, um, hi, thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening. Again, it always makes me feel good when, you know, I have um listeners from people from you know just even just generally outside of London like it just really warms my soul that you like to listen to me and my guests and what we have to say so with that being said I'm gonna sign off now um if you or anyone is has been affected by you know suicide or suicidal thoughts um or if you're looking for a therapist, if you are going through an emotionally or physically abusive relationship, um, please head over to our resources page where there are a list of support services. Um, you know, in terms of domestic violence, you know, your first pop call is always should be 999. Um, and just keep your yourself safe. I think um, domestic violence is something I'm going to definitely cover next season um it's you know what it is it's just the case of finding somebody who is um happy and prepared to um speak about it because it is it is 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 it's, it's a traumatic experience you know um and we also just have to appreciate that you know the I don't know if it's the fact that men are now being more open to reporting it or whether um you know attitudes are now changing um, but we are seeing an increase um, in men suffering from domestic violence too. So um, if there's anyone listening who knows anyone that might be happy to kind of speak on it. And again, like if you do want to come as a guest, hit me up. Um, you know, it's lovelaidbearatgmail.com or you can catch me on like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can DM me anyway anyhow you want to um because I think it's an important topic to cover you know but yes as always take care of yourselves um have a good week and I'll be back with you next Wednesday um keep your energy and your frequency high guys be kind be good and it's a wrap if you love this episode and know someone who could really benefit from hearing this talk please share and whilst you're there leave me a review i'd be forever grateful help me build awareness and raise consciousness one conversation at a time listen on spotify soundcloud castbox and apple podcasts